Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was a son of his old age, and he made him a tunic of many colors. Genesis 37, 3. Dear God, we know that you made us and that you love all of us the same. Thank you. We never want anyone to feel rejected. So as we read the Bible story of Joseph and his brothers today, help us listen and understand how to make everyone feel loved by you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. The Story of Joseph Before this story, we learned how Jacob wrestled with God and had his name changed to Israel. Now, we will learn about how Jacob favored his son Joseph the most and how Joseph's other brothers felt about it, inspired by the book of Genesis. Thank you for praying with me. I'm Julia Sadler, and welcome to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Today we get to hear the Bible story of Joseph in his beautiful, colorful coat. But we also learn how dangerous jealousy can be, and how God rescued Joseph from his jealous brothers in a deep, deep pit. How did he do it? Let's find out together. When Joseph was 17, he helped his brothers in tending their father's sheep. When he noticed something wrong about their work in the fields, he got into the habit of taking his bad reputation to Israel and tattle on them. Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons. For this reason, he made him a beautiful and colorful robe to wear. Joseph's brothers could see who their father loved most, and they grew to hate their brother so much that they could not find a single kind thing to say to him. Just like the separation between his mother and aunt, the divide between him and his brothers continued to grow. The divide grew all the more rapidly when he told his brothers about a dream he had. Listen to this, Joseph said. I had a dream that we were all tying up long bundles of wheat out in the field. All of a sudden, my bundle stood as tall as a tower, and all of your bundles circled around mine and bowed down to mine. Later, Joseph had a second dream that he shared with his brothers. Listen, I had another dream. This time, the sun and moon and eleven stars bowed down to me. He then took it to his parents. But Joseph's imagination did not amuse his parents any more than it did his brothers. Israel rebuked his young son because it was not customary for a father to be submissive to his son. Why are you having these dreams? Israel asked Joseph. Do you actually expect your mother and I and all eleven of your brothers to bow down before you? While the brothers teemed with jealousy... 
Israel continued to ponder the situation. One day, Israel said to his son, Joseph, I need you to go and check on your brothers who are letting my flocks graze near Shechem. Make sure that everything is well with them and come back to me. When Joseph got to Shechem, he began wandering the fields searching for his family. What are you looking for, boy? asked a stranger. My brothers. Do you know where they are? Oh, yes. They said they were headed to Dothan. The brothers banded together when they saw Joseph coming their way. Before he was in earshot, they plotted to kill him. I wonder what all those dreams would amount to if he lies dead in a deep pit over there. He couldn't rule over us from there, mocked one of his spiteful brothers. Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, overheard this and tried to smoothly redirect the conversation. Let's not shed any blood today, brothers. Let's just throw him into that pit in this desert with no water. He won't last long there anyways. He planned to rescue his little brother later that day. When Joseph walked up to his brothers, they attacked. He was stripped of the beautiful robe on his back and thrown into the deep pit. Later, they saw a caravan heading to Egypt to sell their goods. Judah asked his brothers, How would it benefit us to kill our brother? We should just sell him to these traitors. Does everyone agree? All did, except Reuben, who was not present. By the time some Midianite merchants were passing by, they had pulled Joseph out of the deep cistern and sold him for twenty silver shekels to the Ishmaelites. They took him straight to Egypt and had the Midianites sell him to the captain of Pharaoh's guard, Potiphar. Later, Reuben was in total shock to find an empty pit with no one to rescue, he ripped his clothes in agony, knowing the impact of this great loss. He asked his brothers, What am I going to do now? The boy is gone! They took the robe they robbed Joseph of and dipped it in the blood of a slaughtered goat. They carried the robe to their father and said, Father, we found this on our way back. A man in Shechem told us that he sent Joseph to Dothan to find us, but he never made it. Take a close look. Is this your son's? Israel grabbed the robe and cried out in recognition. My boy, this is Joseph's robe. He must have been attacked by an animal. I can't bear to think of him being ripped apart all alone after I sent him out there. Israel tore his clothes in distress, dressed himself in the rough sackcloth of a mourner, and grieved the loss of his son for many days. Although all of his sons and daughters came to comfort their father, he refused to be consoled, saying, Joseph deserves every tear. I will take this grief to my grave. What a sad story. I can almost hear Joseph's dad crying, can't you? Now, you know that Joseph is alive and living as a slave in Egypt, but his father did not know that his boy was safe because Joseph's brothers had told him a lie. So he cried and cried as if his heart was breaking because he thought his son was gone forever. 
Do you think all this lying and crying makes God sad too? I do. Because the start of the sadness happened long before Joseph went to visit his jealous brothers in the fields. It began when Israel, who by the way is sometimes called Jacob, gave Joseph his beautiful, colorful robe to wear, making sure everyone knew he loved Joseph more than Reuben or Simeon or Levi or Asher or Dan or Judah or any of Israel's other sons. If you were one of Joseph's brothers, how would you feel? Pretty bad, right? Yeah, me too. The brothers did feel bad. Israel's favoritism caused his sons lots of pain, which is never what God wants for his children. You see, God made us in a very special way. When we love him and we love each other, we're the happiest. But when our hearts are sick because of sin, we don't love God and we don't love each other. And that sickness in our hearts can be catchy, just like a cold. When we feel hurt and rejected, it can make us want other people to feel hurt and rejected too. That's what happened to Joseph's brothers. When Joseph had dreams that made him feel special, and when Israel acted like Joseph was more special than anyone else, that catchy heart sickness made Joseph's brothers jealous so jealous that they wanted to kill him. The brothers felt hurt, so they wanted to hurt Joseph back. But God was with Joseph. He had given Joseph those special dreams for a reason. And one day everyone would see what that amazing reason was. That's why even though Joseph's brothers threw him in a deep, deep pit, God didn't let them kill him just when it seemed like Joseph had no way out, a wild, colorful group of traders called Ishmaelites came passing by. They led camels piled high with wonderful spices and oils, sweet-smelling perfumes and soft, silky curtains. And Judah, one of the brothers, realized these traders were the perfect solution to their Joseph problem. They could get rid of their little brother without killing him and make some money. So they pulled Joseph out of the pit and sold him for 20 pieces of silver. They knew the brightly colored Ishmaelites would take Joseph far, far away, all the way to Egypt, and they would never have to see him again. Or so they thought. Then the brothers lied to their father, Jacob. They said a wild animal had killed his favorite son. But even though they lied, and even though Israel cried and cried, God had a plan. He was working to fix their broken hearts. More than that, he was working to fix his broken world. And he was going to use even the bad things people did to do it. You see, God is bigger than bad things that happen. And he doesn't give up on his people. Never, ever, ever. That means he'll never give up on you, no matter what. I'm so happy you joined me for today's story. Come back next time to hear what happens to Joseph in Egypt and how God made good things out of some really bad days. And remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. 
It's God's story for you, and it's all true. Thank you for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and it helps you have conversations that support you in having bold faith in a broken world. You will be empowered, excited, and inspired in your faith. I'm so excited for you to join me for Unapologetic Weekly, wherever you get your podcasts.